What's going on, everybody? Hey, thank you for tuning in to the All Around Excellence Podcast. Um, this is your host, Devin Gary. Um, this is our third episode. And today, um, we're going to talk about blame, like blame, placing blame, and also um, just taking ownership of, of the things we've done. Um, but if you're new to this podcast, I'm going to give you a little um, vision of, of who we are. So um, this podcast was started, it was something that God's put on my heart for um, some years now. I didn't know how to start it, didn't know when to start it, I wanted to start it a long time ago. I wanted to start it with people and just waiting on people and waiting on things to get right. But um, sometimes you don't need to have other people do what God, the vision that God's you know, giving you. Sometimes he just wants you to go out here on your own and and just trust him and just do it. And so um, that's something that I, I did with this podcast. And so, um, yeah, if you're checking it out, this podcast is just something to add value to your life, add value to your business, to your marriage, to your relationships, to your um, visions, whatever. Like, this, I don't know everything. Um, nobody does. And, and I'm not going to act like I do. But I, the information I have, the wisdom that, that's been shared with me, the wisdom that I've gotten from the Bible, um, just everything, I just feel like I can give a different perspective. I can help somebody. And so that's the whole point of this podcast. And so thank you for tuning in. Um, yeah, you, you're adding value to to me, you know, by taking the time to listen. So I want to be able to add value to you um, in your life. And so I thank you for checking us out. And like, and so today we're going to talk about blame, um, taking, you know, placing blame and then also taking ownership. And so um, we're going to hop right into it. And so blame. Uh, so when you think about blaming, you you know, you think about somebody else, you know, you, you're somewhere. So say you and somebody are somewhere and um, like you just knock over a drink on the table. And immediately somebody be like, who did it? You pointing straight at them. And, you know, and, and if they don't want to get in trouble, they pointing at you. So both of y'all placing blame, even though it was, you know, it may have been the other person. Um, and, you know, but they pointing at you anyway. It's like. You know what I'm saying? It's, everybody is placing blame on somebody for something, um, even whether it's small, big, you know, um, medium, whatever it may be. <laughs> uh, people are always placing blame on somebody. So the definition of blame is to hold something or someone else at fault, to place responsibility on someone or something. And I feel like at some point in all of our lives, all of us have placed blame on somebody. Whether it was um, relationships, relationship didn't go well, maybe we didn't do something right, and we place blame on somebody else. Say, well, you know, they could have done this, or they could have done that, they should have done this, should have done that, or maybe if they would have, or maybe if you know they would have said, like we've all done that, um, and it's something that uh, it's take, you know, it's the whole nation, the whole world does it. Um, a lot of people just place blame just because it's it's easier. And so when you place blame on other people, it's like because you feel bad, you you know, you just don't want to take the responsibility like you you're projecting and pushing off your feelings, the guilt on other people. And so that's what like placing blame like does. And we've all done it. So even if we were wrong, we, we could have been dead wrong. We could have been the one to uh, instigate. We could have been the one to initiate. We could have been the one to um, do whatever it is that we did. Um, that was wrong or you know maybe even just a mistake that we made and but we're still gonna sit here and place blame on somebody else like it was their fault when they had nothing to do with it Um, and even if you know it it just doesn't make sense for us to continue to do that 
whether it's the business, the business didn't take off how we wanted to. Uh, man, if I had people that would come to work or if I had more money or if my family would have done this, would have done that. Um, man, the bank, if you, you know, it's just we always looking to put the blame or put the shame or put the the feeling and the guilt that we have on somebody else because it'll make us feel better. And then we we try to talk ourselves out of the whole thing like, oh, man, yeah, yeah, I didn't do it. They did. It. It's their fault. Or. Man, I don't know how it was my fault. I didn't do anything. Like even the kid in class, um, you know, I'm going to get to that. But it just doesn't make sense for us to continue to live that way and continue to do that. Um, We're not going to get anywhere doing that. Nowhere. Like you're going to be stuck in the same spot. I'm going to be stuck in the same spot if I continue to do that. And not taking ownership is going to lead me nowhere. It's going to lead you. It's going to lead us nowhere. And so there are three things that blaming someone else can say about us, about you, about me, about them. You know, it's it's three things that placing blame can say about us. And so the first thing is you have a victim mentality like it's everybody else's fault. Like I'm never wrong. I never I'm never in the wrong. I never do anything wrong. But you, on the other hand, like it's your fault. You did it. You said it. You uh, acted on it, whatever it is. Like we looking to say, even if even though we the ones that did whatever it was, we're still going to push the blame off on somebody else. We're going to play the victim and being a victim doesn't do anything for you. Um, Like, for example, a kid in class, um, he so say it's a, a young guy in class and he's talking and talking to this girl or talking to a group of people. In the classroom, this is something we've all seen growing up, going to school. I think everybody from uh, young to more mature uh, in age that we've all seen this. And so, test a young man in the class talking. Everybody's talking, but he started it. He's the one that's talking the most, making jokes, yada yada yada. And the teacher, she calls him out. And so the teacher says, "Hey, Michael, um, hey, be quiet." He's like, man, it's not even my fault. Like, what are you talking? I'm not even talking. They, they're they talking to me. But then, the, you know, and, and the other students in the classroom are like, what? Like, you over here making jokes. You talking. To, you started this. Like, you did this. But he's like, I'm, you know, and he's just continuously saying, bro, I ain't even do nothing. Oh, man, I ain't even. Like, I didn't even. Like, it's not me. It's not my fault. He's playing the victim. And it, and, and it just doesn't make sense. Like, why can't he just say, you know, yes, ma'am, or yes, sir. I'll be quiet. I'll, I'll, I'll pay attention. But instead, we jump to defense. We jump to defend ourselves, even when we're dead wrong. I don't know what the percentage is, but it's high. You know, it's very high. Like all of us have done it over and over and over since we were little to whatever age we are now, and some of us are still doing it. And it just, it doesn't make sense. And so I just think that. Um, we just have to get rid of that victim mentality. That we're really gonna have to get that, cause that's that's one thing that blaming someone else can say about you, like can say about me that we're playing the victim, that we're never wrong. We never do anything wrong. We never act on anything wrong. We never say anything wrong. We never go anywhere wrong. We never, you know, it it just doesn't make sense. It's like uh, somebody that commits a murder, and they say, well, you know what? Like it's not my fault. Like. 
and then they blame somebody else and get somebody else brought into the whole situation. Then they're getting questioned and everything. But at the whole time, it was it was their fault or a football player or quarterback blaming a wide receiver when he threw a bad pass or a teacher, um, you know, giving a, a student a bad grade. But they put the wrong you know, answer on a certain question or they, they didn't do exactly what they said they were going to do with the study got whatever. And the student prepared for it. But they're like, well, you should have studied better. You should have studied harder. You should have known this. And the student's like, well, you said that this would be on the test. We studied for it. We reviewed for it. But you're saying it's my fault. Like I did exactly what you said. But, you know, it just doesn't make sense to continue to play place blame on people, to place blame on others and just, you know, be the victim. It just it doesn't. And so that's the one thing that um, placing blame on other people can say about us. The second thing is you don't want responsibility for your actions. And so, for example, um, a young man and a young girl are dating um, and they they are in a you know, they're intimate and and they're they're dating. They're intimate. They're um, doing all these things and say the young lady gets pregnant. Just I mean, just for example, the young lady gets pregnant she goes to tell the young man, like, hey, um, I have some news. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know how things are going to go. I, I just have some news. And so the guy was like, okay, what's up? You know, like he's not thinking nothing of it. Um, he may be a little concerned, but he's not thinking much of it. And so she says, hey, I'm I'm pregnant. Like, I, like I'm pregnant. And he says, by who? Or it's not my baby. But... They're the, they've been the only like they've they're the only two that have done something you know they they've been intimate, but yet and still he's saying like I'm not taking responsibility for this. It's not my responsibility. I'm too young. I'm too cool. I got a reputation to uphold. Like you must have been messing around with somebody else. But instead of taking responsibility, he's just putting it off. Like this isn't my. I'm not gonna do it. Like I'm not gonna handle it. And so. Like not taking responsibility for your actions, it's a lot. You know, it's a lot of things that could um, could come from that that aren't that's not good. Relationships could end. Kids could grow up without their fathers. Kids could grow up without their mothers. Like people don't, you know, may not be able to understand things. Great, like it. It's just so many repercussions of not taking responsibility for our actions for your actions for my actions for all of that like it just doesn't it doesn't help anything when we don't take responsibility but we keep projecting and pushing everything else off on other people or other things or other situations we have to take responsibility we have to i've seen it too much in birmingham and woodlawn and around birmingham um even in my life it's we can't continue to do that. Like we we just can't. Like it's it's so much that so much pain, so much anger, so much bitterness, so much um just division. It's it's so much that can come from us not taking responsibility for our actions. And we have to ch- turn that switch and start to take responsibility, to start to take ownership. So the second thing, that's the second thing we don't want to take responsibility for our actions. The third thing is you don't self-assess. So what I mean by self-assess is you don't know, you don't necessarily know what you struggle with. You don't even know, you don't even realize 
that you place blame on other people. You don't see what you do. Like you don't even realize it. Like you just do it. It's like it's a second nature. It's a reflex. It's a um, it's just a part of you, you know, and it and, and you have to self-assess. You have to know the places and the things that you struggle with. You have to know your strengths. You have to know your weaknesses. You have to work on your strengths. You have to work on your weaknesses. You have to be able to self-assess so you will know and you'll understand what's going on with you. Like why? Like, OK, say you are in a situation and say, for example, Madison, my wife, Madison, and I get into a, a disagreement and we're talking and she's telling me something that I did. And I just keep denying it. Like I keep saying no, no. And I keep putting it off on her like it's her fault. And I've done this before, like in early in our, our dating, like I put it was something that I was like, man, no, you you did it. Like you move this or you put this here, you put this there. Like it's it's something that you did. And she's like, no, Devin, no, you don't understand. Like I didn't do that. I didn't put that there. You did it. But I'm like, no, you did. Like Madison, you, you, whatever. Like it just doesn't make sense for me to not realize that. Like I realized it later that it was my fault that I was putting the blame on her and I went to apologize. But at the time, like, I didn't really see that. I didn't really understand that it was my fault. But because of moments like that, I learned that I had to self-assess, that I had to be more self-aware, that I had to be um, emotionally aware of what I was doing so that Madison and I can have healthy disagreements. We can have healthy conversations, and I'm not placing blame on her. She's not placing blame on me. I'm taking responsibility for my actions. She's taking responsibility for her actions. And so you just have to, because we know where we struggle. We know our weaknesses. We know the things that um, may not come the easiest to us. But now that we self-assessed and we're self-aware, then we can, you know, we can do that. We can be better um, prepared and we can handle the situations better. And so um, that's the third thing. Like we, we don't self-assess. Like you, like you just don't self-assess. Like, you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Like, you can't see what you're not looking for. You know, so you just have to be able to self-assess in those moments. And so um, um, I also have three things that taking ownership can say about you. And I want to share those with you really quickly. And so um, the first one is you can admit and own up to when you're wrong. And so you don't have an issue owning up to your wrongs or what you did wrong you know, what went wrong, if you said something wrong, if you, um, you know, put, put the blame on somebody else at one point, like you're willing to go back and say, hey, I'm sorry for that and bring it back full circle to yourself to say, hey, this is what I did. I did this. It's my fault. Um, I said this. Um, I, you know, I put this there or I made the mistake to, um, you know, with this. So being able to own up to when you're wrong and admit it is power in that. Uh, for me, it was like I, I've, I've growing up, I had um, issues with, um, and this is very vulnerable or sensitive, but I struggled with porn since I was like four years old. And um, I used to always put the blame on my older cousin and say, man, it was his fault. Like he had the he had the discs, he had the videos at his house. I knew, you know what I'm saying? The first time I did it, I thought I was going to watch a movie of my own in the DVD player, but it wasn't mine. It was a, a porn, porno. Like, it was a porn movie in the in on the tape, you know, in the DVD player. 
And I was sitting back there watching until my great grandmother came back there. My mom, my mom was at work, so she would drop me off at my great grandmother's house, and I'm just sitting in the back watching it. And after that, like it was something that just stuck with me. I don't know how it stuck. I don't know what it was, but it's just something that I struggled with for a long time. And so, me um, placing blame on him at the end of the day, it didn't change anything. It didn't. It didn't stop. It didn't make anything stop. It didn't make me feel better. It didn't make anything change for me. But once I started to take ownership and it's been a long road and this is, I'll say this is fairly recent, but it's, it's been a long road. But ever since I started to take ownership and putting up boundaries and not giving in to, you know, the temptations of certain things, like it just helps. It helps a lot when you when you take ownership, when you admit when you're wrong, when you admit that you struggle, when you admit, when you don't put the blame on somebody else. It's like you're giving the situation and you're giving somebody else control over you, over what you struggle with, over the situation. Over, you know, it just, you can't, like, it's, it's something that we have to start to do. It's power in taking ownership. It's power in admitting when you're wrong. It's power because you, you free the other person that you've been putting the blame on, but you also free yourself of saying, okay, this is what I got to work on. This is what I need to do. And so um, taking ownership and admitting when we're wrong is, is power in that. So I just, I challenge you, if you've done something wrong in the past 24 hours or the past year, a couple years, few years, or even something from when you were young and you never took ownership of it, um, just start to take ownership, admit it, like take ownership of it, like accept what you did. Like, don't let it just be like, man, I'm I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to deal with it. I'm just going to sweep it under the rug still. Like, I'm not even going to worry about it. Like, don't do that. Like, like, just think about whatever it was or if it was something that you did and call that person, text that person, um, write a letter, do whatever you have to do. But, um, like start to take ownership and admit, admit when you're wrong. Admit you are wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. It does. It doesn't mean that you're weak. It, 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 it honestly it means the opposite. That you are strong enough to say, okay, I I was wrong. This is something that I did. I know it wasn't right. You know, I didn't even realize that I was placing blame on you at the moment because I was so blinded by my feelings and my emotions. Like, if that's something that you need to do, like, I, I challenge you to do it. And there's going to be freedom. There's going to be um, healing coming from it. There's going to be a lot of things that can come from it. But if you continue to do the same thing, there's going to be division. There's going to be pain. There's going to be all the things that we as people run from and shy away from on a daily basis. And so I challenge you to start to admit and own up to when you're wrong. Let's do that. I'm going to do it. I challenge you to do it. And, and let's challenge other people, our family, our friends to do the same thing. And so the second thing that taking ownership can say about you is you're aware of your shortcomings, your lapses. And so like, you know what you you struggle with. You know it like, you know, like nobody has to tell you, even if you've been told before, people shown you and you've even realized from just experiencing it yourself. But you just you you you're aware and there's nothing like being aware. 
I know for me, when for example, when I go out anywhere, like I am watching everything and everybody. I'm thinking ahead. I'm trying to plan. I'm trying to make sure, okay, if something was to go down, okay, am I smiling? Am I uh, just whatever it is? Like I'm thinking. I'm aware of everything I can be aware of. And probably too much stuff because my head be hurting anytime I go anywhere. But you have to be aware, aware of your surroundings, aware of you, aware of your your shortcomings, your lapses, aware of your, your struggles, aware of your temptations. And that that helps when you take ownership of like, OK, I know I know when I'm at home by myself, that's not that's not a that's not a smart thing. So I need to go. I need to go to the gym. I need to go hang out with some friends. I need to go do some more work. I can go to the coffee shop. OK, I, I know that. Um, I place blame on people all the time, just naturally, just habitually. Like it's just something that I do. It's just a habit. Now I've done it so long. Okay, now I know. Okay, so anytime I, I'm in, I'm talking. Like I'm gonna slow to speak. You know, quick to listen. Like I'm gonna do that, and, and so now I can understand where they're coming from, and I can see where they're coming from, and I can own up to my part, the part I play, because all of us play a part in in situations all of us play a part in um transactions interactions whatever it may be all of us play a part and all of us have a role to play and so when we just put the whole thing on somebody else or or something else like like it doesn't help anything so um but when we're aware of those things we can um come back to a place of of understanding we can come back to a place of of realization and we can see those things, then we can take ownership. We can admit it. And so I just think that um, being aware is powerful. Being aware is eye-opening. Being aware is um, is a great thing to, to be. And so I just challenge you to be more aware of your surroundings. Be more aware of, of your shortcomings. Be aware of your strengths. Just be aware and admit when you're wrong. Be aware and admit when you make a mistake. Like, it's okay to make mistakes. It doesn't make you weak when you own up to these things. It doesn't make you um, soft. Like, it doesn't make you less than. Just I just want you to understand that, like, it doesn't, it doesn't change who you are. It doesn't change that God loves you. It doesn't change that um, people believe in you. It doesn't change anything like that. But what it does is just say, okay, this is what I... I struggle with, and people can come in and help. People can respect a person that realizes when they're wrong, that realizes when they struggle with something, when they're aware. You know, people like people that are aware. Trust me, they they do. I do. And so I just challenge us, I challenge us all to be more aware. And the last thing is we have um, security. Like we don't. It's okay. Like we. We're okay with taking ownership. We're okay with, um, you know, if things don't go well. We're okay if, um, you know, we're in a disagreement and we hear somebody telling us what we did wrong. It it doesn't change how we think of ourselves. It doesn't make us, you know, feel bad. It's just like, okay, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. I admit it. I'm wrong. I did this. I did that. But like, I'm okay. Let's let's. What what can we do? Like you ask for feedback. Like you ask for um, ideas or um, opinions or a different perspective on the situation or what could have been done better or 
man, if I, you know, maybe if you would have said, you know, whatever, you know, instead of placing blame, like you just secure that, you know, I made a mistake. I own up to it. I'll take the blame and I'll change it. Like I'll figure out a solution. I'll figure out a plan. I'll be more aware. I'll admit when I'm wrong. Like it's just, it's, it's such a, a freeing thing to 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 take ownership, to admit when you're wrong, to be aware of your shortcomings, and to be secure. It really is. And so it's it's a verse in Psalms. It's from Psalms 51. It was after David had committed adultery with uh, Bathsheba, um, after he sent her husband off to war, and um, it's a even though it was a a terrible moral failure, a, a terrible situation, the prayer that came from it, the the song that came from it, parts of this chapter I pray on a daily basis. But I just I just want you to hear the ownership that he's he's taking, you know, him admitting that he made a mistake. And so Psalms fifty one, it says. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a pure heart. This is what I pray every day. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Man, it went nothing like when I first got saved. When I first committed my life to Jesus. I will carry my Bible around school, to the store, like to the gym, trying to pray with everybody. Like, you know, it was just, it was was a, a great joy that I had. And I'm praying God to restore that joy to me every day. And grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God. You who are God, my Savior, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice or I will bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. You, God, will not despise. Like, it's, it's it's okay to, you know, feel bad about a situation or to take blame, you know, to admit when you're wrong, to take ownership, to ask for forgiveness so that you can move on and you can help, you can tell other people, you know, about your test. You share your testimony. Like, everything in your life is a part of your story, whether... You are the one that has this great, huge story 
that most people look for when, you know, but at the end of the day, like your story can relate to somebody else's story. And so I just want to encourage you today, like, like, let's stop placing blame and let's start to admit and take the responsibility and ownership of what we've done wrong. It's some things in my life that I've made mistakes in and messed up in that really, until this year, like, I, re- I just got over all of it. Like, really, I was bitter, I was hurt. Like, it was things that I did, and I, I've, I've tried my best to always take ownership of everything from the time I was young to to now, and it broke my heart. But I had to take ownership of it. I had to continually admit and not put it off on anybody else for a long time. All the things that I messed up in, all the mistakes I made, the things I said, um, my insecurities. Um, it's really, it's just thinking about it, it, it like, I'm free from those things now. Like, I've worked through it. I've worked through it with God. I've talked through it with my wife some. Like, it it really does make a difference when you admit and you take ownership of the things that um, that you've done. And so it, it hurts for a while. It is tough, but in the end, you find it's freedom. It's freedom from confessing it. It's freedom from working through it. It's freedom from releasing it. So I just challenge you to admit, take ownership, and let's keep moving forward. And so before we leave, I want to pray uh, for us. Um, Thank you for tuning in today. I'm sorry that it, (laughs) you know, it. actually I'm I'm not sorry. I hope that you really get something out of this. I hope that you see that I'm not on here just to talk and hear myself talk, but I really do want to help. I really do want to add value. I really do want to see us all get better. And so, yeah, I'm going to pray and, and we'll head out. So, Lord, we thank you for the day. Thank you for allowing us to be here. Uh, thank you for um, just these these moments, God, to... Um, it's like we're just sitting at the kitchen table, just having a conversation. And so I, I, I just pray that um, everyone is able to, even if they've been struggling with it or if it's something that they've been struggling with, God, that they're able to take the blame, that they're able to admit when they're wrong, that they're able to take ownership, God, and that they're aware of it, they don't deny it, that they don't make excuses, that they don't justify it, but um, they move forward, God, in their life, and and they find freedom um, from admitting and and owning it and confessing and working through it, God, and I just know that it's going to be tough, but we have to, have to, have to Stop placing blame and learn that taking ownership, there's power in it. And Lord, all the things that we struggle with, God, you said you you make our you take the yoke and make our burdens light, God. So uh, we give it all to you. Every situation, everything we've done, every mistake, we give it to you, Jesus. Lord, we love you, we thank you. I pray for everybody's safety, for wisdom, more wisdom, revelation. Um and just a great week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I'll see y'all next week. Y'all have a great week. A great weekend. Be safe. And um, yeah, we're getting well. We're getting excellent all around. That's what, that's what this whole thing is about. Y'all have a great one.